Today's Azmasecha Sukkah Dav Chaf Aleph. The mission at the start of our parak related a story about Tevi, the slave of Rabbi Gamliel, who was knowledgeable in halacha and often did specific actions to prove a given law. Our mission, which discussed Hayashen Tachas Amita Basukkah, a person who sleeps under a bed in the Sukkah, which we discussed in yesterday's Daf, related that Tevi was sleeping under a bed in the Sukkah. So Rabbi Gamliel turned to the Zakanim and he said to them, Reitem, Tevi Avdi, look at my slave, Tevi, Shu, Tamachacham, he's a Torah scholar. And he knows, he knows the rules, he knows the law, that slaves are exempt from the mitzvah of sukkah, of sitting in the sukkah. He specifically went to lie under a bed. Lying under a bed, one does not fulfill the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah. Reb Shimon, in the Gemara Namad Beis, just before the next Mishnah says, from Rabbi Gamliel, that we learn two halachos, two things that Rabbi Gamliel is teaching us. Number one, that slaves are exempt from the Mitzvah of sukkah and sleeping under a bed in a sukkah is not a good fulfillment of the mitzvah, as we mentioned yesterday. We also learn from Gamliel says of Shimon something else, a lesson from Rav, not a halachic point, but more hashkafik or agadic idea. How do I know? Where do I know in the Torah this idea that the even the conversations of a tamachacham? Here it's Rav Gamliel speaking and having conversation. We there's something significant to it, something that can be learned from this, something that can be analyzed from it. So the Gemara brings a pasuk, Shinamar Valeo Lo Yipol, it's a pasuk of Tehillim, at the beginning of Tehillim, Valeo Lo Yipol, even the leaves will not wither. The idea is that the leaves are the extension, the leaves are not the, the essence, the core of the Torah, of the, of the individual, of the, of the Tamachacham. So even the leaves, which are side matters that come from conversation, require analysis. Let's try to better understand what this whole idea means. And the Eri, which... Which fat, which uh, is uh, found in the base of Achir Meiri's commentary on Pirke Avos discusses the mission in the first parak. A person shouldn't shouldn't increase and shouldn't have too much sicha. This idea of sicha conversation with uh, with a woman. The Meiri writes that sicha is defined as dibur shein botzorach ve'ikar. It's a kind of speech, it's a kind of conversation that has no purpose, that has no essence to it. It's the idea of wasteful speech, wasteful conversations. The idea holds true by a of regular topics. It's a mundane conversation, having some kind of interaction that can teach proper behavior. Proper behavior, when it comes from a person as a holy person, everything that they're saying potentially can be can be accessed for a higher purpose. So we can learn how proper behavior, we can learn a word of Musr. Says the Me'iri, David and Melech said about Torah, kol hayom hisichati. he spoke about Torah, it's kol hayom hisichati. all day, it's like, a, it's like a conversation. So what does it mean? So says the Me'iri, David and Melech wasn't saying that Torah is like a sicha, it wasn't something casual for him. So David and Melech was very serious about Torah. He didn't view himself with an ego what he knows. So he was humble, rather, and didn't want to reveal all of his Torah knowledge. So he called it, he pretended, using the term Sicha. So we see how important are the words of great tzaddikim, even their banter, their chit-chat, that has value. And so there's another important point here, we'll conclude with this, that also assists with the Tamechacham, that their speech, their very speech, elevates, energizes, and transforms the experience. So sitting at a Shabbos table, having a conversation. Every moment there's interaction, that's speech. So let's drive this idea home with a story from Elizabeth Breidowitz, brought in his essays in Pirkei Avos, Tavshinai and Tess, where he tells the following story. And the story goes like this. 
It's quite an intense story, so get ready. The story goes of a certain great gaon, a certain great scholar, it says that he did not say a Dvar Torah at a Shabbos table. And so, he's good. so he says he didn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. How could a person? What does this mean that he didn't say a Dvar Torah? So what it means is it's that some people think that we can have a Shabbos, Torah, a Shabbos table, we can talk about whatever we want, talk about it, talk about business, talk about politics, talk about the news, take a commercial break, a word from our sponsor. We, we say, oh, we're going to say a Dvar Torah. And that some, somehow, thereby, we've, we've made the whole thing kosher. We've made the whole thing a good, a good, a good suda. That's a mistake. Maybe it's better not have a Dvar Torah at all. Simply having a five-minute Dvar Torah is not going to, all of a sudden, make better those two hours of negativity. The idea is that for the big Tamid Chachamim, everything they say is Torah. Everything they say is wisdom. So we can learn an unbelievable message from here. How can we elevate the discourse, the tables that we find ourselves at and in, This is a decision on our part, and we can do this. We can be the ones who elevate those conversations.